0: Benfica podcast is one of the founding partners or founding projects of Benfica independent. Uh, Benfica is a site where you can find tons and tons of content. Our podcast included Brinco do Batista, Benfica FM, along with uh, uh, audio, uh, recaps uh, of games, a lot of podcasts about modalidades. If that's your thing and you want to keep up uh, with the modalidades, but you really don't have the time uh, on your schedule to watch the modalidades on BTV, you can now catch the recaps and also modalidades talk on Benfica Independent, along with a lot of uh, uh, opinion articles. Uh, all independent, everyone with their own opinion. There's no agenda between uh, Befika podcast, uh, The only thing is that we just want what's best uh, for the club. Uh, Benfica Independent is also on Patreon with two levels of support, one at two and one at five. Uh, And I believe the five gets you some uh, free swag. So uh, if you like the content and if you like what's produced on there, uh, please do support us uh, by going to uh, patreon.com backslash Benfica Independent.
1: What's up, everybody? Alex Xero from Sportsnet and Sportsnet 590 The Fan. You're listening to Alfredo chris and dave on the benfica
2: podcast Calma de quem é maior que os melhores. É uma paixão, é uma expectação. Eu não consigo explicar o que é ser o Benfica Eu sinto o
0: que é ser o Benfica. Mas de facto é uma paixão e as paixões são assim, vivem-se assim intensamente, que não há
2: nenhuma razão. É paixão, paixão, paixão.
0: Ser Benfica. Até à morte. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Benfica Podcast. Uh, my name is Alfredo Fumasish. With me as always, (laughs) Jesus. With me as always, Cristiano
1: Oliveira. What's going on, everybody? Give me a sec. I got to get my back straightened out after that. But uh,
0: what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? up? Here we are. Glad to be back. Back for another week of of Benfica. Uh, We're now in, uh, in full swing in the preseason. Also with us as always, Mr. Stats himself, Dave Oliveira. What's happening, my brother? What's what's new in Canada land?
2: <laughs> Nothing new. Same old, same old. Uh, but good to be back on it. As always, to uh, spend another hour of our time uh, with the both of you. So good to be back on.
0: That's right. That's right. Here we are at uh, tonight's um, podcast. Uh, we will discuss some preseason observations, also uh, Champions League prelim qualifier, uh, in which we drew Spartak Moscow. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that and the narratives involved in that, and we'll look ahead to uh, the Liga B win, Cristiano. You know, it's no longer Liga Nosh, it's now Liga B win. Uh, schedule, at well, least to, you know. Well, I'm just gonna very second
1: podcast of the season, I'm gonna let everybody know that it's, I'm gonna be calling it Liga NOS for a while, so. Don't get offended. You know, don't correct
0: me. It is what it is. going to take a while to get used to it. Kardon Tunis. He'll be correcting you. First Chris time
2: has a has a sponsorship with uh, NOS. That's why he's going to be still referring it as uh, Liga NOS.
0: Maybe. Maybe. Uh, nah, it's, or it's or gonna, not. Dude,
1: after, to me, at least. It takes me a while to get used to things. So uh, It takes you a while to get used to things? Yeah, especially a name change like that. When you're so accustomed to, yo, in Liga NOS action. And then all of a sudden, like, be, would it bet win B-win. Be B win. It's actually been a uh, B no, I know B win. I know, but
2: it used to be a league, the league sponsor back in the day too, about 15 years ago. Dave, if
1: you know how it is, watch the Portuguese League of That rolls off the tongue. Now watch the Portuguese B-win, bet- B bet people are like, win. People like B B what? B win. B win what? Xenu. Um you think they took they took a page out of our B E. Bay and you think, think they wanted to be like us? Yeah, I think so. I, I think so,
0: too. That I think was they took the, inspiration the, the full, from us. The yes. full purpose and intent I, you know. was to, to copy. So I like coming out here with you because
1: you and I see eye to eye a lot. Yeah, well, yeah. I'll
0: give it to you straight. Yeah. Um, 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 do you? I know that there's there's a lot of uh, betting houses and online betting. Do you have a problem with a uh, betting house or online gambling being a sponsor of, uh, of uh, a sport? Do you I think do there's it, a I conflict don't. of interest?
1: I, I, I do because old school, as I just mentioned before with, with the new B-Win stuff, and you know, it takes me a while to get accustomed to this. So old school traditions, right? You don't really get these casinos, these betting houses involved in the sport because of all the things that could go wrong. But I guess the other side of me understands because, look, all these leagues, especially the, the Portuguese league, as we all know, they're looking for anyone to, to, to sponsor. <laughs> Who's uh, going to pay the uh, most Pipocas If they put up the most money, they don't care. You know, <laughs> lady, you know, exactly. You know what I mean? It'll be the Portuguese League of doze. They don't care. And so I understand uh, leagues like the Portuguese League and stuff like that that don't have those buckets of money being you know thrown at them in order to sponsor them, get these guys in, you know uh, on TV and whatever. So, I, I, look, you got to get it where where you can get it but yeah the other side of things is you know that old school mentality of why would you even get a betting house mind, yeah. get get these you know people involved and obviously all the stuff that can go wrong and so just because look i've always told you if there's if there's a possibility that people could question certain things and we all know in portuguese football so they don't even ask yo me fica perdeu perdeu they don't even ask to score. You know what I mean? Portuguese football, you know how it goes. They, yeah. they don't, it's all about que robou, que no? Know? And so, like, when you have these betting houses associated with the sport, and look, I'm not going to look at it that way, but, you know, there's small-minded people that will. So anytime you can eliminate some of that discussion, um, you try to do it as much as you can. But in Portugal, with the Portuguese league, very few people watching, very few people throwing money at the league. I totally understand that on their part.
0: Uh, both of you guys are, are, are pretty uh, pretty Thank big you. followers oh. of uh, of American sports. Uh, is there any betting houses that sponsor teams or leagues? Like, uh, f- like 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 uh, DraftKings, uh,
1: DraftKings, I, I, it's FanDuel, DraftKings. One of them is like the, the MLB's uh, official partner nowadays. You can't watch. That's the one thing so about. Now he smacked in the face with they, an advertisement. That's all. It's twenty. It's 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 every opportunity they can get nowadays where back in the days they would go into a commercial. Now they get the little screen. Like, see how little Dave is right there on the screen? You get the game. Picture and picture. <laughs> you get the – like, but it's the same thing, Dave. You're the smaller picture. You're the game. And then the big advertisements and the big – and it's like they just – they they use every opportunity they can to promote themselves. And uh, Major League Baseball, who who ironically enough, banned Pete Rose for, bat, <laughs> for betting and gambling. Now they're official partners of, you know – uh, of so-and-so gambling, and it's just, it just comical. It's comical. But again, all these sports leagues and teams, it, it's all about money. That's all it's about. As you can see, you go to a stadium, you go to a game, it, it, tickets are crazy expensive. That's why I laugh. Dave, I laugh, right? You live in near the Toronto area. You know how expensive it is to go to a Toronto, Le- uh, Toronto Maple Leafs game, a Raptors game. And then I hear my friends in Portugal, and they're complaining about spending 15 euros on a game, and I'm like, 15 euros? Like I gotta pay like fifty five dollars to park. <laughs> that's just for parking. Fifteen euros is a small popcorn. You know what I mean? So I mean I understand totally different. Um, you know, lifestyle in Portugal as far as the money people make, I, I get it. But here you're paying two hundred plus to go to a, a, a Maple Leafs game. I bet,
2: and that's oh, that's that's the shitty seats too. Yeah, exactly, that's that's the, the, yeah. the five hundred levels, but. Uh, that the money is in the uh, in the gambling world and as more states and uh start uh, changing their their game gambling laws too there's just more and more uh potential for the, the money the, and the revenue to flow in through right so like you said already major league baseball with fan duels or draftkings and it's just a it, it's a it's a never-ending uh, market especially here in North America already out in Europe and Britain and Portugal they've already got their gambling laws straighten out, but uh, here they keep on uh, expanding state by state and Canada just changed their their gambling laws. So uh, expect those to be coming across the border pretty soon, too. And look,
1: I know we didn't we didn't come on here to the Befica podcast to do a gambling podcast. But, you know, since we're on the subject, I, I have to add this, Dave, as you know, in, in Alfredo, in Europe, it's been part of the day-to-day life the betting the game the, the gambling i think it's been it's accepted in the united states dave us that follow the american sports we know how frowned upon it was right you can't talk about gambling and all of a sudden as you just said they're expanding it state to state and now it's just being thrown in your face and it's just like bro you know for so long it was the evil of, of anything to do with sports in the united states and now it's their best friends Where in europe it's kind of been accepted over the years. And I think that, you know, people have, have, have used these apps and, and these websites to, 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 you know, get their, their, whatever it is that they want to do bet on corner kicks, yellow cards, how many times pep <laughs> is going to stomp on people, whatever, I'm whatever bet nuts. you could take.
0: Yes, exactly. Now, that, And, uh, you know, we're, we're, as Christiana mentioned, this is obviously a podcast uh, that is about Benfica, but we wanted to give everybody a chance to, uh, to jump on here. Uh, and, uh, and catch up to our, to our stream. Obviously we're streaming this live on, on YouTube and I just posted the link on, uh, on a Twitter page. So, uh, welcome everyone. That's, uh, that's joining us. Um, anyway, here we are, as I mentioned, preseason observations, Liga B win, uh, schedule and the UCL, uh, uh, draw for the prelim. Uh, let's start with preseason. Benfica finally, uh, played two games over the weekend well not over the weekend one was on friday one was on sunday if i'm not mistaken they were televised uh and then we finally got to see um the um we we finally got to see the team in action oh we finally got to see the team let's just say that they were in action but i don't know how much action that look was too there. happy
1: Seeing the team I don't think he's too happy after what he saw for it. Oh, that's the first reaction, yeah, I get
0: from yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I know, I know, Cristiano, you, know, you didn't watch any of the games, so it's anything that I'm <laughs> gonna ask you, you're just gonna bullshit me through. No, it.
1: no, no, I won't. I just today, this is a po- look for those of you that came on here last week looking or or anticipating anxiously anticipating Dave to speak a lot. This is his opportunity today. I concede to Dave, how's that?
2: You can Dave, platform—it's all yours, baby. Whenever Cristiano says that, it uh, com- goes the complete uh, opposite way, and he steals the show. So yeah, no—the
0: uh, the thing is that—and and you guys don't know this, obviously, but before we go live or we start recording, Cristiano always tells Dave, Dave. You're going to need to do all the talking. I don't feel like talking today. Hey, and then hey, we all know hey, how that turns hey, out. First of all, first of all,
1: that stays in-house. All right. That's first of all. We <laughs> should that's only for
2: the Patreon fans. <laughs> that's, that's for fans. my private
1: channel. <laughs> all
0: right. So anyway, uh Benfica played their first game on Friday, uh the first televised game against Casa Paz- Casapia. Um Flacco Dimo, Gilberto Ferro, Murato, Gil Dias, Florentino, João Mario in the middle, Pizzi on one side, Rafa on the other, Vini. Uh, Vinicius and, and and Hamuz were up front. Uh, and obviously, you know, Helton late not getting the start because Helton late will not be able to play the first game of the season as he picked up a red card in the Portuguese Cup, if you guys uh, do recall that. So, whoever's the second goalkeeper uh, at that time will be starting in goal, whether it's Vilar or Vlacodemos, yet to be seen. There were some rumors today that uh, Atletico Madrid might be uh, interested in Dimos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, truths to that rumor truth i i
1: I guess they could be interested. I guess. I mean, you know, he's a anybody a- could be interested. I mean, that that's that's the type of goalie I really want to go after. if I want to replace O Block, so he's the the perfect replacement. for <laughs> let's go, let come get him, come
0: get him. Um, They're looking
2: to uh, strike twice. They they got uh, O Block from us, and they must think uh, yeah, Lacaudimos yeah. is is the next O Block.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, anyway to me the the biggest thing in that i you know look it's preseason. there's a lot of tired legs double sessions um conduto did say that the team had worked out uh in the morning they played uh any afternoon or late afternoon whatever it was 7 p.m i think portugal time so as expected a lot of rustiness still not a lot of sharpness in passes there's some things here and there uh, that are missing and, and look it's preseason there's not much that you need to be judging uh this team on uh but yeah it's you know it's it's a good time to be able to uh look at what players like Gil diaz brings to this team uh players like joe mario uh and i already i think i already know what joe mario brings to this team and i i already mentioned that last uh last podcast but i think that to, to me in, in watching these games for for one The 3-5-3 or 3-4-3 or whatever, 3-5-2, whatever it is, um, seems to be abandoned, right? Because on both of these games, J.J. has gone with the four-man system. Cristiano, do you think that's the case or do you think he's waiting for Otamendi to come back to be able to field three healthy center backs? I mean, look, I think we have to look at these games for exactly what they are. Preseason games early preseason games, some
1: of the key players on this team are still out, whether due to quarantine or still on vacation due to their participation in, um in, in you know, the, what is it? The Mickey Mouse Cup over there in South America or the European Cup. Um, and so, look, I think we have to look at this, at, at, you know, at, at, for what it is. It's a scrimmage. It's a way to get guys into the rhythm and get back into the rotation, get them back into, into you know, uh, playing shape and play. Uh, I don't, I don't take much more from it. I just look at it as a preseason game and you know
0: um, nothing else. Goncalo Rams with a second goal of the season, he's he's kind of well preseason. Um he's he, I think he's making a little bit of a of, uh, of a case for himself, but when you got Vinicius, uh you got Seferovic, you have uh Pinho mm-hmm. and Gonçal Rams, mm-hmm. and you still got Darwin.
2: And Walt Schmidt.
0: That'd be easy.
1: And oh, sorry. We stopped there.
0: Yeah. And, and Walt, well, well, Walt Smith can... Walt Smith's a second striker. But look, the I, I, if, striker, if,
1: if, yeah. if... if Again, I don't even want to entertain this because as I just finished saying two minutes ago, this preseason, I take it for, for what it is. But if he is going to change the system and he's going to play four at the back, it's more likely than not that he's going to change the system
0: to get two strikers up top. And So, so with two strikers, how many do you carry in our roster? Five. I I think even though you start two, you carry. You're
1: gonna carry five. Yeah, there's gonna be injuries throughout the season. You carry, and again, Gonzalo Ramos is a perfect in my book, and my is the perfect fifth wheel. But you guys, fifth wheel, yes, you guys want him to start. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying that the kid doesn't want more playing time from last year, but if you do keep Vinicius, let's just say Benfica. Let's entertain this, right? Benfica doesn't get rid of Sferovic, Sfero Deus doesn't get rid of uh, Darwin. Doesn't get rid of Vinicius and Pino, right? Who, which one of those guys are gonna push aside to give Gonzalo Ramos more minutes? You know Vinicius is gonna play. Sfero Deus is the leading goal scorer. He's gonna play. Darwin is the next coming of God. He's gonna have to play. Pinho is <laughs> Pino's Pino. And then you got the kid. So it, it, he's either gonna be the fourth wheel or the fifth wheel. Will you feel better if I call him the fourth wheel?
0: I think he's just yeah. gonna be I think he's just gonna be a sp- a spare. He's not going to be a wheel. Well, that's uh, the fifth I, wheel. Unless you got <laughs> a that's the that's the spare, the fifth wheel. The the thing is that with Goncalo Ramos and and when you're looking at this roster and and how many strikers you have on pure strikers, let's just say that because Walshman, you really can't consider him a, a, a striker, even though he's a second striker. What about Darwin? You consider him? Oh no, Tony No, but <laughs> you know, Darwin, Darwin sure won't be back until September. yeah. yeah. Uh, so we have that to contend with. And I think that Goncalo Ramos is perhaps too good right now to go and play for the B team. And I think it's going to stunt some of his progress. Well, here's the thing, Alfredo. I-, I honestly do think that if Benfica will
1: uh, indeed go ahead and-, and ship some guy, whether it's Ferrodeos, whether it's Vinicius, because those are most likely one of the two is probably going to, going to leak. But, When that happens, it will be after the Champions League, you know, third eliminatoria, and then the playoff, right? That will only happen. And so then I think that will open the door for Gonzalo Ramos because then it will be a top four guy as opposed to right now, he's really – he's fighting it out with with, with Pinho. You know what I'm trying to say? Because I I do think those other three guys are guys that Benfica is going to count on a lot more than Gonzalo Ramos. I would like to see a little bit more from the kid, but if those guys stay – I'm not sure it's not in his best interest to to, to look for an opportunity to, to play somewhere else on a season-long uh, loan. Uh, obviously, in Portuguese football, Benfica can't um, loan anyone else because they, they've they already sent three kids out to the to uh, the first division in Portugal. What's it called? A B-win? B-win league? Yeah. Um, now the new rule, I don't know if you guys are aware, but Portuguese teams are only allowed to send three guys uh, on loan in the first division because in years past, Benfica would have eight guys on one team, Porto, and then when they play each other, like whatever, you, if you could have a, 10 guys at Braga, I'm just using an example, right? When they face Braga, Braga, all 10 of those guys are somewhat suspended, sick, I don't know, whatever the case may be, and then they'd obviously play against the secondary lineup. So the league put a stop to that, which I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm just not sure if three is, uh, is the adequate number. I think five. Five, five players, you're allowed to loan five players to the first division. I think I'd be okay with that. Three, I, I think for teams like Benfica, Porto Sporting, who have, especially Benfica, they got 282 players on contract. 284. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but they, they at one point, they had like 114. So they Benfica has a boatload of players on the contract. So um, I do think that that they should maybe they should raise that number to five. But that's a conversation for another day. Yeah. If the guys do go out, it will be after the Champions League matchup.
0: Yeah. Um observations on this uh on this preseason, along uh, with what I already mentioned in terms of the the four defender setup. Um jo just with a couple days of training and he's already starting. And and, and I gotta be honest, from what I've seen so far and, and what I know of Joe Mario, I think that if there's anything that you should be excited about this season, is perhaps what Joe Mario is gonna add to the Mefica midfield. Um looking at everyone that has played these couple games and and granted, take everything with with a grain of salt because of preseason. I'm not excited about anything else, man. I really am not. Um, I thought that 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 Jetson, I haven't seen Jetson play in a while. I thought that jetson Jetson has progressed right back? Uh, no, just just progressed as a player, progressed as a maturity. Uh, he's a lot more relaxed in terms of the way he handles he handles the ball. He's confident. Uh, I, I I was really surprised in what I've seen from Jetson. Not that he was he was you know uh, burning everyone up, but in terms of the maturity and how the players progressed after uh, a year and and some on loan, uh, I thought that uh, Jetson has progressed well. Uh, does he have a, a spot on this roster? He probably could. Uh, but because the Benfica has a need to sell players. They're
1: not just that. I'm afraid. Or right to now, offload
0: some some of the roster. Right now, off
1: the top of my head, Benfica has,
0: what, 34, 36 players preseason? Yeah, some guys have already been shipped out to uh, the B team. It's but,
1: still a tremendous amount of players. Yeah, they do have a lot of players. They do have a lot. And a lot Benfica is going to have to sort out. Their in-house problems in order to one bring in players, and two you're going to have to find a spot for these guys. Yeah, there's just so many guys that have come back from loans, and there's not enough room for everybody. You know, JJ's going to want to carry 26, maybe.
0: 27? Yeah, but 20, 20 se- They probably well. Bro, they it's have still, more than that which right you, now. Exa- even with if, the at, injuries at
1: 36, that's still at 26. That's 10 players they got to get rid of. And, you know, a lot of those guys, especially the guys like that the guys are on, guys that, that don't that guys don't want to play on the B team. You got a guy like Samari Right. He's not going to want to go anywhere. And if that guy stays, it's going to be a team. It's not going to be anywhere else. You have Jetson, you have Alpha, you Gabriel. have Gabriel, you have uh, Florentino, you so many guys. Vinicius, what's the case with him? Is he standing? He's not saying. I think there's so many unanswered questions. And I, I, look, it's unfortunate that we have to go through this BS. But I think for the players themselves, it's, it's even more heartbreaking than it is for us because they, these guys need to know what's going on with their futures. And right now, I don't think anybody knows what the hell's going on. Nobody knows if Benfica's coming or going. And it's just, it's a hot mess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, a win against Casapia—not that—not that it matters uh, much—but uh, yeah, for me, uh, it was a plus to see Gonzalo Ramos get get on the board. Joe Mario with the start, and he does seem like he's going to add something to the Benfica midfield. Um, I thought Ferro was decent, but again, I mean, you're talking about Casapia. We're not talking about another uh, another team of a high caliber. Uh, and that, those are pretty much my. Um, my, my positives from what I saw this against uh against Akaza P. I know Dave, you, you didn't get a chance to to uh watch that, uh, but let's go to they uh, go they, they they won the game on that thrilling own goal. <laughs> right? That's that, right.
1: Gonzalo <laughs> uh, Gosal Ram's goal from a from a across from the monk master PZ, who's in tip top form right now against all the monks in preseason. And then that that fantastic team t- team on goal. That that gave me figure the three points. Yeah, did, did it count? The cross. Did it count three points?
0: Yeah, it counts three points. Three points. JJ, uh, what says these of in one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh so uh now we uh we turn our attention to the Almeria game uh, which is you know Almeria is a, a little it's a little better than casapia they are a little there they're, up. they're, they're, they're the better. Portuguese the uh, Portuguese they're Spanish second division they're still better. they just missed out promotion uh they were in the playoff but they missed out promotion uh but also this was their first uh preseason game it's a tough Almeria. league
1: second division in Spain Benfica got their record signing from second division in Spain I mean same club, right? was it the same club? I think that they might have yep. been. Yeah. Look now. I didn't even. Remember. I just put that two those two together. I, what was, this it was, was like a club. pagamento, you know, for more to throw on top of the twenty-five no, minutes. It's like
0: in, in football manager when you sign a player, you have the option of uh, scheduling a friendly. Yeah,
1: but the only thing is you do those friendlies <laughs> in the full stadium, and then the team keeps the the, the ticket,
0: the gate. Some of the gate. Receipts.
1: The, unfortunately, I don't think we sold a lot of tickets to this game at shall. But nonetheless, look at that. He said, Almeria, they, we got their leading goal score. He was their fifth goal scorer, whatever the hell he was, or the league's fifth goal scorer. But nonetheless,
0: he's yeah. on our team now. So, so against Almeria, Vlad was in goal, Gilberto, Vricin, Vertongen, and Grimaldo, Weigel and Tarapt. Pizzi and Rafa on the wings, and uh, Ramuz uh, and Pinho up front uh, were the choices. Again, uh, that 4 uh, 4 2 setup again. Uh, and basically, a lot of the players that started this game were, were players that came in in the second half against Casapia. Uh and uh the 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 thing that it and I know that Dave you watched so I'm I'm gonna ask you questions about it. Uh the thing that I liked is the the, the high press. Uh Biffiga press is high. Um they squeeze teams, they force turnovers. The biggest thing they have to work on right now, and, and that's something that's that's worked through, is the timing of the press. Because if you don't time it well, you're gonna leave a guy with enough room to be able to find uh, a free player on on the weak side of the press, and now the team is out and Benfica is exposed. But I like seeing the high press. It's typical of JJ to have that high press to get the ball back as soon as possible to then go on uh, on a counter or, or go on the offensive. Um, so I like that. Uh, Gonçal Rams missed kind of a sitter, and Cristiano, I, I know that last What's season. What kind of a sitter? Is it a sitter? Or it was. Or
2: not it was.
0: A a, it was kind of a sitter. Kind of sitter. It was a sitter. Okay. You should have put her away. Yeah, it was a sitter. That's it was it. a sitter. That's And, I, and I
2: know for that. J. J. Um, <laughs> and, and
0: a conversation that I had with with Cristiano last season, we all had with Cristiano, obviously, was that Goncalo Ramos was given a chance. He had a free header. Oh yeah, remember. a bit of a sitter, mm-hmm. and he missed it. And Cristiano was like, "Well, he didn't miss he, it. He shanked." It. Yeah and he's like hit the corner flag and, and he says this is the reason why he's not getting more shots because when he's given the shot he he can't miss and for as as young as a player is an experience he's 19 years old when you're giving this a shot at this level you gotta come through but a
1: lot of people that listen to that conversation on last year's podcast on last season's one of last season's podcast a lot of people took it as me you know disrespecting a player or like a jab it, it's totally wasn't it's was just explaining that when you have a coach such as jj who let's call it a spade a spade it doesn't really play the young kids a lot when you do get on the field for a coach like jj you can't miss those opportunities that's all i was saying you know what i mean and i want to clarify that because a lot of people took it as as me saying that he doesn't have the, the quality and yada yada i have no doubt that the kid could Probably reach that those heights that we all expect and hope that he reaches at some point, as a, you know, and especially in the Bayfica, shirt. Sure. But in order to play for coaches like this guy, you right. have to take advantage of your opportunities. Mm-hmm. And when you come into a field and you're half into it, sometimes you're mm-hmm. not really
0: engaged in the but game. Gonzo Hems is not that guy. He's not half into it. But Trust we've me. seen. But we've he's seen, engaged. and a lot of people would
1: say, "Well, Chris, he came in the 86th minute and he's walking around." Right, uh, agreed. Look, <laughs> a youngest generally made, I probably would eighty six. Oh, I probably would eighty six. Minute now, but at the end of the day, I think when you're a young player, you have so much more to prove than than yeah. a Sferovic. And,
0: and, and your like, margin and, for and error. And I've told
1: you this countless times. But I'm gonna use a Portuguese expression, right? a a and when you come into the game, and you know you're not, bro, you got six minutes, you got five minutes, whatever it is, right? Eighty-six minutes, four minutes tonight, couple extra, a couple of uh, added on, bro, you just go all out, sprint hundred percent, all out, because the coach like JJ is going to pay attention to those things. And then when you get a look in front of the goal, and, and, and you hit the linesman, I mean, it's it's gonna be rough for you to get to get those opportunities. Now, hopefully, you know, it's a second season with this coach. Hopefully the coach, right, or as the newspapers say, because <laughs> last year I guess he didn't know anybody. But, uh, you know, more familiar. He knows what these guys are more capable of or whatnot. And, and look, and, and hopefully he gets, he gets you know, a little bit uh, a bigger opportunity. Now, I think it's going to be hard when you have – forget you You just put the other three guys ahead of him uh, unless one of them gets injured. And I know Darwin will be injured until September – uh, or not will be injured, but we're you know obviously he's recovering. We expect him to be back by September. Um, if, if, if unless those guys get injured, where's he going to get the playing time? Yeah, unless someone leaves and we anticipate someone leaving. But I do believe that if Befica – not if Befica's is going to make the champion. Just I'm just saying it out right now. Befica's is going to find they're going to s- slap around Shashkov, Moscow, whatever. They're in Spartak Moscow and then whomever the hell else they play afterwards, is going to make the Champions League. So I anticipate one of those guys to leave, but I do think that if one of those guys leaves, Benfica will go out and reinforce themselves, just like they expected to do Another so last forward? year. I, I, I think there's a possibility that both Seferovic and Vinicius leave.
0: That's I think the thing. I think, I both think of, that one of, uh, I think, Seferovic has market. I think that Vinicius has George secondary market. George Menz, that's um, what he's got. But here's the thing, man. And I, I was watching Vinicius against Almeria, man. And he's he's such a he's such a beast. He's he's so sh- strong um, on the ball, and he's he's really hard to to get off the ball. But he just it doesn't have the technical ability uh, that could be a good matchup for that physicality of his. But he's so strong, and he kind of like in a way the physicality, the strength, and going. One v one with a center back, it, it. I think it reminds me a lot of of what what Darwin's characteristics are. And we've had this argument when you have two players that kind of are skill set are like for like. Well, that's when you Darwin- just spent twenty million on Darwin. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna keep 25, Vinicius, 25. or you're gonna you're gonna send Darwin away. So you can understand how that choice was made. Well,
1: they spent seventeen on Vinicius too. It wasn't yeah. cheap. Yeah. The cheap one was the leading goal scorer, Sfero Deus, $6 million. Yeah. But look. Uh... I don't think you can play two guys like that up top. You're going to need one that knows how to play, yeah. that knows how to well, play outside the box. And the one thing about Darwin, you say it reminds you about Darwin. Darwin, at least, look, you've seen him make those crazy runs. He gets the ball behind the midfield yeah. and he takes on and he, yeah. you know, he's able to beat everyone then he gets to the goal and he pulls a Rafa on you, right? <laughs> or he passes the ball. <laughs> uh, but I, I just, look, w- we'll see what happens. I think right now they need to to get all their eggs in the basket and make sure that everybody's ready to go against the Rui Bombas. And uh, they need to do what they have to do to qualify for this Champions League, and then, and then I think there will be a lot of players going out, a lot of players coming in. But until yeah. then, I just I, I feel bad for a kid like Gonzalo. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. I mean, maybe he surprises me. Yeah. Um, surprises us all. And uh, you know, he's able to to get a lot more playing time this yeah. year.
0: Yeah. Kujen, who knows uh, who's impressed me through these two games that I've been able to watch, uh, player that's a young player that's playing out of position, that's playing at right back, Paul Bernardo. Yep. He has impressed me with his technical ability, his is his confidence. Uh I'm really impressed. Uh and I think that it's 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 a shame that the kid won't be able to play in his natural position, which is center mid. Obviously, that's I mean when, when you're talking about five forwards, you're talking about 18 center mids. Uh but uh it's so weak, well, up in but you know what? He's, he's he's taken advantage of the opportunities that he's been given by JJ, and he's he's done well. JJ sp- spoke highly of him, um, and I, I don't know. I'm I, I was impressed by the kid. I didn't I watched them some on on a few games on the B team, uh, but really uh, these preseason games uh, were have been a good indication for him. Here's the thing. They showed Dave for a lot. No, but I was gonna
1: say, and I'll let Dave talk. Here's the thing. I didn't watch many, and I was gonna ask Dave. See, man, you messed up my flow. Um, I didn't watch many B team games last year, you but I believe I believe Balbuena played right back a couple. At least the few games that I seen him play, I think he was playing right back. So, Dave, I don't know if you could check that out. Who the guys on the chat, the people listening, listening to
0: probably get, check this out. To but
1: listen. I believe he played. So I was because I've been waiting. I've been waiting for this. Once he played right back, I, I've been waiting for the JJ. JJ Bernard, <laughs> Bernardo, 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 there's Bernardos in there, right? Now he's gonna play a right back. But I think he played. I think on a B team he did play. He, he played a right back already last year. So
0: every Bernardo with JJ is a, is, a, is, a, is a is a outside is a back. back. <laughs> outside back.
1: <yep>. that's it. <laughs> Fizza, Bora. <laughs> <laughs> but look, there's a lot. You got you got you got uh, uh, Andre. He'll be back this year. Some. I mean, André what Almeda, what what's, 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 what's the situation with Andre? I mean, the guy's been been out.
0: Cooper is not full. Still, not 100 percent.
1: He was supposed to be back, right, Dave? There was a possibility he'd be back in March for the games.
2: Yeah, for the last game of the season, there was a possibility, but I don't know. Man's getting older, and uh, he's got to take that extra time too. So you uh, got
1: him. You got the best Brazilian left back since uh, right back since (laughs) Cafu, Gilberto. All right, magic. (laughs) That guy, terrific. You you got the Gonçalves. You got Jetson. You got Juan Ferreira. Well, surprisingly enough,
0: Jetson has not been deployed at right back by JJ in these two games that I watched. Oh, oh
1: man. See, JJ don't know. Now. Only Modinho knows been, what to do. is the man. He put him at right back. Yeah. JJ don't know.
0: He's been deployed at uh, outside uh, outside mid. Not a winger, but more of like an interior playing on the right-hand side. That's where uh, what Jetson has been playing. And p- oh. where Pizzi would normally play. Yo, real quick, shout out to everybody in the
1: chat. Saucy, 22 Gaming. Chico Marcelino Mega Chico, uh, e. Barbosa, not 973. I think that's,
0: that's my Poof, Carvalho. what's up, everybody? Yeah, Dave, uh, thoughts on, on, this, uh, on this game, my brother?
2: Yeah, just uh, like you said about the Casapia game, that nobody really stood out to you except for João Mario. I think uh, Paul Bernardo uh, had that little flash there in the second half where he took on a couple of uh, defenders, but. Other than that, uh, nothing really stuck out to me. I'm a little bit concerned with, uh, you know, it's still very early in the preseason, but we still uh, got a big game coming up in uh, almost uh, two weeks' time. So I hope with these next two games coming up, we start seeing how uh, how our lineup's going to take, uh, take shape leading up to the uh the champions league qualifier because right now i don't think anybody's getting any rhythm with uh starting 11 for the first half and then another starting 11 for the second half and uh players aren't really gonna get used to uh playing with some of these other guys right so i really hope with these next two uh games we start taking uh shape and uh Whoever we're going with for uh, our, our starting eleven, we start giving them some uh, more run, maybe sixty minutes, and then uh, half an hour for uh, some players here and there.
1: Who well, you guys got the? Uh, who are we playing next?
0: Next we play on Thursday. We play uh, uh, League One Champions, Lille. Oh, Renato. And, uh, and, and on uh, uh, Sunday we'll play Marseille. Renato and the old man. Is that
2: was that supposed to be the Eusebio Cup? Was that making a no, return? No, they have Merce? not
0: announced it yet, and it's a shame that they have not uh, focused on on having that game every single preseason. I mean, right now they got to worry about
1: staying out of jail.
0: I mean, this is more important. Yeah. Ever, and- <laughs>
2: ever since they were trying to bring it up here to Canada, they haven't had uh, haven't tried to uh, rebook that Eusebio Cup
1: yeah you guys still waiting for your refund <laughs> and,
2: oh yeah
0: Standard, <laughs> there's, a, there's a there's a question for you from Sergio cicada Mike its health and late the, really the best we got I'm afraid so my man. <laughs> <laughs> clear, clear and simple i'm afraid so yeah i, I mean look i svelar is, is in his last uh year of his contract i, I think has to have to be very careful in how, how they handle this filar situation he's obviously not going to want to go on loan because that may cause him not to renew he ain't going on loan Right, and his last, th- and then the, the thing only way is he goes that- on
1: loan, he's gonna have to re up for four or five years, and then they'll strip him no, out. But he ain't going. He's not gonna go through another four years I of, of riding the but, pine.
0: But
1: he's not going. But I'm just saying, the only way he'd go is Benfica. It'd be a dumb move by for him to be smart, but for Benfica, it make absolutely no sense. Send out a guy on loan to show what he's made of, and then the guy takes the next step and he evolves to the point that you know we're like, whoa, we really got something here. <laughs> But we lost him.
0: Yeah, we lost him because he doesn't want to go on loan anymore. Yeah. I remember uh, O'Block uh, running into a situation like that uh, where he just he got tired. He kind of, he demanded these. I don't know if you remember. He, he got punished when preseason. He didn't report to camp because he wanted to to stay with the first team. And, and the end. I think the club made him apologize to the fans, if I can recall that. He talked that he wanted to leave and whatever. So, yeah, if I recall. But, you know,
1: we had the greater the tutoring goal at the time, I mean. There's only room for one in the back, unfortunately. And goalkeepers, it's a tough. If you guys got young kids and they want to play soccer, goalies, it's a tough, tough position to play.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we got uh, Lille uh, uh, on Thursday and Marseille. Marcel. Hopefully, we will uh, we'll start to see what it will look like when we uh, when we get into the Champions League uh, pre qualifiers, which is our first official game of the season. <sighs> I'm just uh, checking out here. G-Glaw says,
1: does it matter who we play? We're Benfica. I mean, with all due respect, I, I-, I love Benfica. Like, I always, re- always represent. But, I mean, where's that Benfica been for the last couple of seasons? I mean, if it was just about showing up, we're Benfica. I think we'd be in a lot better, you know, you know, uh, standing than we are right now. So, unfortunately, those days are gone, man. Those days where we're Benfica, we'd show up and we'd scare the hell out of everybody. Um when we were kids. We talk about those grandes noites europeas. Yeah. That's that's a long time ago. Shaking man, in their people, shaking
0: yep. in their boots. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's what we have. I I don't know that there's still guys on there. I I just I'd still find Gabriel to be a foreign body in this. I I don't know how he's gonna be able to fit. I I don't know. I just I don't like the attitude. He looks husky, I, bro, but I, he's I don't not. Know, man. Don't be- I, I don't. I don't know how. Um, it's all gonna go down with Gabriel? To be honest with you,
1: look as I said as I said before, guys. Um, they're just this club's a mess. There's just so many unanswered questions right now, and and they have to sort it out uh, with with the ton ton of players. As you said, Alfredo, they're gonna have to sell in order to make money. Yeah. Um, they're gonna have. I mean, they, they right now. I, I'm stuck. I'm really stuck because I'm at a I'm at a point where we need to sort it out, but at the same time. I don't want to waste any time doing any of that because I want to focus on everything we can do to make the Champions League. Because I think at the end of the day, that's the most important thing is making a Champions League. We have to find those. Moscow, forget it. I'm not even worried. It's the next game. (laughs) (laughs) Moscow. Well, well, well,
0: Well, let's get into that. Um, um, Can I'm we th-
2: replay the the, pow- the preview of power Guys, come on. And- Give
0: me a break. Give no, no, me a break. No, no, no. We in all know. Different circumstances even the thing.
1: haters even the haters know that if, if he could play the second leg last year against Pawawk, we would have smashed him 3-4-0 at home. We all know that. Zivkovic wouldn't show up. He'd be too scared because he never showed up the whole year anyway, so he wouldn't show up another day to, to stay the luge. But nonetheless, we are going to smack this team. I'm, I'm 100% comfortable in saying that. I, the next whoever we play next could be Galatasaray. I believe it could be, Sha- no, Shakhtar is number one. We can't play Shakhtar, but we could play the Galatasaray, whatever. There's a couple of different not, not, not things. That, not that I don't think we could beat them, but at the end of the day, they're going to pose a little bit bigger threat than a Spartak Moscow. Uh, but I think it's going, we have to, I should say, to focus all our energy into to get through these qualifiers. And then what happens? So maybe Benfica is looking at it this way. Well, if we make it, we sell all these bums, and we go reinforce ourselves. If we don't make it, we got a bunch of bums that we can count on for the rest of the year. So, I mean, because nobody else is going to want to come join us. So, yeah. hey, maybe that's their thinking, and we're just not reading it well.
0: I mean, the, the funny thing, in the drawing took place this this Monday, uh, and the, the, the funny thing, and when, when people were looking at the teams that could possibly <laughs> be in our way, and a lot of people say, well, well, wouldn't it be funny if we got uh, Rui uh, Vitoria and Spartak? And, and sure enough. Uh, and look, I, I can't, aside from what Xian already said in terms of the one, only the one leg against Paok, I can't help but to draw the comparisons um, between the Paok fixture and this fixture. Uh, because you got two Portuguese coaches, two Portuguese coaches that always want to prove something. Uh, whenever they play Portuguese, Portuguese teams. And Rui Vitória is, is not going to be any different than – uh what's his name? Abel. B- B- Abel. Yeah, but
1: as That's I've so said fun. here on the podcast for, for <laughs> at least three or four years on the Rui Victorious, all right, when you got – Cavalo's races against Burros. You're gonna win nine out of ten times. He should win ten out of ten. And right now, he can want all, of, you know he could be motivated and and want to show off. And he's got so much. And I understand there's there's a lot of animosity between him and and, and JJ. But again, it's still gonna be Cavalo's against Burros. Yeah, there's only so much but, you can do.
0: But here's the, in all fairness, n- neither one of us knows much against the Spartak Moscow teams. They're no good. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I need to know. Not not that uh, you know, they got any well, they got Victor Moses. That's probably the only player well, that you hopefully could that's think. the only
1: player that'll save him against Benfica. <laughs> Moses spreading the oh come on, dude. I mean,
0: look, at the end of the day, I think uh, I look, I think this has all the makings to be something you, that'll make you sweat to the last minute of the second game.
1: Let me ask you guys a question. Take Rui Victorious, all right and you put a, a Russian, right, Yarmalenko Sharmachenko as the head coach, would you be feeling the same way? Or is it just because you got a Portuguese coach and the similarities to last? Year? Oh, my God, you got yep, a bell up. All... Yep, so, yep. so because he's I've Portuguese. I've seen this movie
0: before. And yeah, it does one leg. not win well. One leg, not two legs. Well, maybe there was a sequel.
1: No, no, come on, dude. (laughs) Look, I just,
0: I just think. Look, uh, the other thing that we can't uh, forget—not that it's a a very heavy factor—but this is Spartak Moscow's centenarium year, also. So there's, (laughs) there's most likely uh, an extra focus on the team to make sure that the team does does well uh, domestically and in Europe. Uh, This is just me, right? This is just me speculating. I just don't think it's going to be as easy as you say, Cristiano. It's easy, Dave. Let's get. I don't think. Dave's I don't think
2: it's going to be as as easy either. But I, I don't. I don't play in that uh, that hundred year uh, reasoning. I do think that there is going to be some uh, added pressure between JJ and uh, Vitoria, like uh, a WWF wrestling match. Another round with the uh, with these guys. You couldn't have written the script any uh any better between the the two but the the thing we have in our favor is that it is a two-legged uh, affair with the second leg being uh at the Estadio de luge but um i don't know russian teams scare me though it is going to be the middle of the summer we don't have to worry about going to uh to russia in the uh the dead of winter but i don't know i don't i don't like uh whenever we get drawn against these with these russian clubs uh in european competitions
0: yeah
1: it's gone well for us though over the years and, How about and, recently,
0: uh, and it's gone that, well. Uh, that that Tiago that Tiago makes a uh, makes a good point uh, in terms of this game isn't going to be Benfica Benfica versus Partizan. The media is going to make it JJ versus Rui Vitória, and as we all know, there's some famous exchanges. between well, a good thing, thing that, it's, uh, that JJ it's, and Rui Vitória. It's a good thing that it'll be players playing and not the media. Then,
1: <laughs> I mean, look, I get it. You guys are all trying to make you guys are all making it a bigger story than what it is, and I get it. The sidelines are all there. They're beautiful. The headlines, I should say, not the sidelines. Beautiful. Yada, side yada. too. They're beautiful. The side, but, <laughs> nice and straight. But, but come on. If Bain, listen. <laughs> now I'm agree with Dave. Go back to last year. Right? And replay. <laughs> but if Benfica, But again, last year was one game, man. Come on. It's only one leg. I mean, come on. Get my defense. But if Benfica can't get past Spartak Moscow, man, close up shop. Just call, go go invest all your money in like uh, volleyball or, or futsal. I yeah. don't know. Forget it. forget just the football. Do like department. the
0: president and just resigned. That's it. Just forget football. Don't even play football no more. I mean, um,
2: come on, guys. Yeah, we yeah. least they got the female team. They're the only bright spot so far on the pitch, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, what I also wanted to mention that Spartak would have played two game, two league games, uh, before they faced Benfica. Benfica would be the first official game for Benfica. Ah, uh, the game, the first fixture against uh, Spartak, uh, which happens on the fourth of August. Um, first, Bifiga goes to Russia, and then Spartak comes to uh, to the Luge on the tenth of uh, of August. The winner will advance to uh, what UFS call it Champions League playoff. <laughs> Uh I don't know it, it's they have something weird with the with the drawings for the prelims They don't, no no I think
1: when it comes to the next round the the Champions League playoffs
0: and then there's a It'll be path. on the co- it'll be on co- so Shakhtar makes it through. Right, they're higher
1: ranked than us, so there will be number one. so one two. So basically, there'll be one Benfica, will be two. They can't play each other.
0: Benfica will be one of the seeded teams. I yes, believe.
1: so there'll be two. Uh, you know, unless Shakhtar doesn't make it, and then Benfica yeah. is number one. But um, uh, and then I know there's Galatasaray, there's Genk. there's a bunch of other uh possibilities. But
0: yeah, uh, it, look, it's it's a lot. It's if Benfica gets past Partak. Uh, and then they play whoever it is that they're, they're going to play, and that will happen on the 17th or 18th of August with the return fixture, the 24th or the 25th, this will make this will mean that Benfica would have to play eight games in August, four games for the league, four games for the Champions League provi- or prelims, provided we get past Spartak. That's awesome. I mean, we'll have like
1: just as you guys are praising Spartak for having two games at hand of Benfica, we'll have plenty of games at hand with our opposition in the Portuguese <laughs> league. <laughs> we'll, we'll be ready to go. <laughs> Maybe go saw Rums plays in one of those eight games. What do you guys think? Yeah, that's that.
0: Look, that's a lot of games. Uh, yeah, I know. That, especially to start the season, man. I know that the team has been it's been vaccinated, but. You, even though you're vaccinated, you can still get COVID. COVID's still around. Portugal is still not doing all that great with COVID. So I understand carrying a little bit more uh, players. Uh, but I think for in terms of the training sessions and how they're programmed, I think it becomes a, a, a little bit too cumbersome in terms of having that many players that you have to work with. Especially when the guys start coming back from injuries. That's why I De think The uh Diogo Gonçalves, uh, a few other guys. That's why I think at some yeah. point
1: um JJ's gonna start bitching and complaining. You gotta trim this down. You gotta trim the fat. So well he's, he's, he's the
0: one that, that has control over that. Yeah. You'll yeah, just yeah, tell yeah. him go play with the B team. <laughs> so, somebody's go play with the B team. If you don't want to play, old Faisaka Matrex. Yeah, he plays easy. you think you think somebody's good at Matrex? No. I'm talking
1: about JJ. I seen pictures JJ JJ one V two. That dude guys That's my man. I got invited invite him over my house to play him on my track table. Yeah, that's
0: right. So uh so we'll we'll, we'll just see yeah it will be interesting yeah. off But that's right around the corner, man. Yep. That's right
1: around the corner. I can't get into these preseason. Look, I I guess against Leo and Marseille, I'll be tuning in. But again, the Casa Casapias of the world and come on, dude, it's just in the, in the powerful Almeria. Oh come on, Almeria, dude, we got the, our best player came from there. Respect.
0: All right, so just a, a couple more more things uh, for us to uh, tie in uh, on the transfer buzz. It looks like Galatasaray is in, in negotiations with Fika for for excuse me for Jetson and Besiktas. They're both fighting, right? They're and, both. But They're both. Uh, Galata yeah, Galata, Galatasaray has been going back and forth with getting some jabs and Besiktas, but but yeah, he's he's a hot commodity in in Turkey. My man Jetson, or your man Jetson? No, I don't know. No, 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 um. Like I said in the beginning of the show, Vlako Dimush, there's some interest by Atletico. Um, what else? Uh, mate, is that how you say his name? Mate. Mate, the guy from Milan. AC Milan. Yeah, <laughs> mate. 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 Mate.
1: Mate. Mate. Oui, oui, je part for from... Mate. Oui. I don't know. I just know mate. that line. I repeat it over and over. But mate. yeah, Mate or something like that. Yeah, Mate. He's, look, but the, he doesn't want to come. Yeah. You to play Champions League football. But then again, if he goes back to Torino, I don't they're playing Champions League football either. But that's besides the point. But yeah, I think there's as, look as we talked about transfers, players, in and now there's so much uncertainty that I can't blame other guys for hesitating um, and wanting to join this uh, circus at the moment.
0: Yeah, there's a question there from uh, from Tiago, and actually, this is a question that that Dave had asked uh, Cristiano before we uh, came on. Uh, if if Benfica doesn't make the CL group stage, does Lucas to get rid of JJ to possibly get a chance of, at being permanent president?
1: If Benfica plays that second leg on the road, I don't think he's on the same plane on the way back to Lisbon with the team. They they try to cut ties as quick as he says. If he if he uh, loses against if
0: he doesn't well, he again, against, against
1: Spartak. Spartak, it's at home. So obviously he doesn't have to get on a plane. But uh, he might want to get on a plane. He might, you ever see that? Com- want to get away? Uh, but yeah, he might want to get <laughs> on a plane. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's a again. Snickers commercial. Right? Get away? <laughs> what is it? I, no, is it Snickers? Yeah, it is a. No, but isn't it Southwest also the commercial? is a commercial? Yeah, like it could, you, it could you be. Want to get away? It sounds like a trial. I don't yeah. know. Whatever. But uh, but yeah, I, look, it's, I don't know. They're gonna want to cut ties so quick. It's funny, and 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 as I told you guys, you guys are witnesses. Like you said, the only chance he's gonna get. Is he gonna cut ties? No, well, my guys, you got to do with me? I got, I got the, the right coach to to head this project in the next five years. And tut, 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 tut. exactly, he's gonna to try to do everything he can in order to get on the on the side of the fans. Man.
0: Uh, and let me let me ask And I will ask, I on the other hand, I disagree. Oh, I don't Timo think says
1: uh, it's southwest, northwest, southwest. <laughs> there's a west in there, right? All right, whatever. that's southwest um, commercial.
0: I this I, I disagree. Timo, I don't think that. Uh, that who gets rid of JJ. Uh, I just don't heartbeat. Um, Cristiano seems to think, uh, he will, even though Cristiano's is a big JJ, he'll fan. get
1: rid of him quicker than, uh, than, than Vieta posts a $3 million bond
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he's locked up. So think about that. He's like, he's, he'll, he's, he's locked just... up at home. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know, man. I, I think it's very important that Bifika makes the champions league, as everyone knows, and also, there's a lot of things right now that are hinging on that Champions League qualification. There's an impasse right now. You want to go get a player with a name, okay? And, let, and let's just let's just go through this exercise, right? Do you remember when Rui Costa first took over the position? And think about the players that Rui Costa brought to Benfica.
1: Yes, Aimar, Aimar, all those guys, Suazo. Who I was crazy hyped on. And, Suazo,
0: um, Saviola. When does Benfica go back and, and start looking for these players that are like, they've kind of like it's, been secondary on big teams, but they're still very good players? We had a good example with Jonas, but we really haven't brought a player of that of, caliber. You and I have had this conversation
1: countless times over the years on the podcast, and, and millions more times when I call you to bother you about something be figured throughout the week, right? And once Benfica went away from acquiring those types of players and they started to invest heavily in the say Seixal, that's it. Forget it. Those players are done. They're not going to go out. You might get one once in a while, but they don't look at the mercado in that way no more. They're about, we're going to develop our kids now kind of changed a little bit because as we said last year, the pressure was so much and he spent a hundred million, but that's, that's been the model. It's been the model. It worked with a few guys. And so they kept going back to it, but unfortunately what's happened to the rest of the roster, it's just been, you know, watered down.
0: Dave, what do you, what do you think, man? Does JJ get the ax if we don't make the champions league?
2: I think he does get the, the ax and, just because both parties at that point, JJ might not want to stay on on board with uh, with us. But like Nelson's comment there, can we afford to get rid of JJ? That'll be the big. Bigger question, how much yeah. money is he still owed? Does it make more financial sense uh, to keep him on just for the rest of the, the season to well, ride out his contract?
0: And, like, and it, uh, it, it, Your answer might be in what Tiago said. Either way, Ricosta is going to save face. So yeah. it's it's an extremely important decision for Ricosta to make because it can hinge on his future as a president of Befica. So yeah, so if 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 Yeter if Yeter spent a hundred million to win an election, right? Because that's that's what he did. I don't know. Um, <laughs> he spent hundred million on players to ensure that he got the masses behind him, so on and so forth. Can Rucosta spend? I, what what does JJ have? Another year of contract? Year year and a one half? One more, one more, one more? So two. this one and well, I mean, last year and this one. That's what it. what what's uh, another year of JJ?
1: Five million? No, but it's not even about the. I think I think at that point, JJ might want to be out. JJ might not want to stick around because it's going to be an absolute circus. Their questions are going to come hard and fast every single day. The presidency is going to be up in shambles. The club might not be able to straighten itself out. For JJ, might not want to be part of the circus. Yeah. He might just say, look, you're right. I fell. I came here with so much hype and so many expectations. I fell. I'm out.
0: But he will and never say I failed. COVID screwed
1: the up. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, but, but again, what, what he says publicly and what he says on, on that table, negotiating table with with whomever it is that will be negotiating at that time with Benfica, it, it's two different things, right? But he, he might just say himself, look, I failed. Teams got a triplo and instead we got the triplo up the, But you know what I mean? It's just... I think he might look to 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 walk away himself. And I don't think the club's gonna stop him from walking away. I think it'll be like, look, let's come to a mutual agreement here. You haven't done what you what you said you were able you're gonna do. We can't provide, we can't give you what it's gonna take for you to get your team up and running the way you like to get look, I think right now it's best for us to part ways. And Benfica is going to sell it. And look, this is not the coach for our project. You know, our project is to develop our kids. He's going to sell you that whole Sechal thing. That's We're going to focus on our club and, da, 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 and this is not the coach.
0: And I kind of I wanted to to lead you into that as as Gary B uh, asked the question, who would you want to coach Benfica? Here's what I'll ask you. Knowing what we know about Rui Costa, and understanding that Rui Costa is now the main decision maker, do you think that JJ is a coach that fits Rui Costa's profile for what a Benfica coach should be?
1: I can't answer that question.
2: Do we know what Rui Costa's vision is for the, what, the club? I don't what the hell is Rui Costa's? I don't know. Well, the but, guy well, the guy that
0: you let's mentioned there quoted those
1: players, that's 10 years ago. But, but, I don't know.
0: But, but let's give some context to this, right? Um, Ricosta is a guy that's, that's well known throughout uh, world football uh, spent a lot of time in, in Italy does some of that mentality that he gathered in Italy play into the profile of a coach that he's looking for uh, I don't know if JJ fits that profile for Ricosta to be honest with you but
1: how do you know what Ricosta I, prof- I, I, I don't I just assume, I, it's, have. It's, no on idea. A, it's on a gut Ricosta hasn't spoken we don't know he stopped in, in reality, he's no longer the director sportivo. He's the vice president, yada, yada. We don't I, – I, look, it's impossible for me. I'd I just totally be speculating. I'm so, I'm not trying to be rude, Alfredo. Please don't. No, no, no. But I, like, I, I, I completely understand. I don't – Rico hasn't given a public interview about nothing in for what the interviews he's given, but you know what I'm saying. It's yeah. Been, we don't know what he likes, what he wants. what. He, but I don't know.
0: I'll, I'll take uh, Paul Fonseca. He's unemployed. I don't know for how much longer. Are we talking but about, I would think my, take my Paulo boy Fonseca.
1: JJ's gonna dominate the Champions League. We're gonna win the <laughs> We're gonna win
0: the of nah, Come
1: t- on, man, forget
0: about it. <laughs> <laughs> Gary B says that JJ is uh past his prime. Yeah, I don't know, man. I think that um I think that that he was able to achieve a lot with uh, Benfica in his first stint. Um I thought that he gained Benfica gained as much from him as he gained for Benfica in terms of projecting him to another limelight. Leaves Benfica goes to Sporting, does not win a championship there. Uh and look, played attractive football. You just you just couldn't do it. Uh goes from sporting to uh the Middle East. I don't know if he won a championship or not, or that, but I mean, who's coaching in the Middle East that's that's relevant at this point? No one really. Ended up going to Brazil. Um, Brazil's football is completely different in terms of tat- tactical knowledge. They're they're way behind what European football is at. And JJ introduced a new way of of playing. He also had a very good roster at his disposal at Flamengo. Comes back to Portugal with the head the size of uh, of the statue of uh, of uh, of the the Christ that's in Brazil and thinks that he's just going to get to Portugal and things are going to happen for him. So I don't, I don't know if his methods are outdated. If JJ is outdated, we know what JJ was brought to the team in the past this season or this past season. He has not brought that came up very short for me. I was very disappointed in terms of the expectations you that couldn't I had. You could not say him.
1: that from the get go you had to go bash on him coaching in Qatar. I'm just, I'm just and, I
0: just wanted I'm to give man. some I just wanted to give <laughs> some context as far as as JJ progressed or evolved as a coach. And just because he took uh Flamengo to the Libertadores which uh, I mean Half, half the teams in the Libertadores couldn't even hey, play hey, hey. in the guy, in the Portuguese the guy won League. more
1: trophies and he lost game. <laughs> that's right? that's the truth. The guy won more one more trophy. Look, last year was not a good season for JJ. And I'm a JJ guy. We all know here on the podcast, everybody's heard me, rant and rave about the guy. But At the end of the day, he has to step up and he has to, you know, do what he has to do. Benfica has to start winning games. Benfica has to make it to the Champions League. But to say that the guy is past his time, to say that bringing up Qatar and this and discrediting other leagues, at the end of the day, everything you said about Brazil is true. But then again, why haven't others gone there and done what he done? It, it, It doesn't work like that right? It takes someone that knows what they're doing to get those results. And I know Abel went in the next year and won the Libertadores and he's fired already. He's about to get fired. I don't know if he's... Whatever. He's been atrocious here in the second in the he second the season. Libertadores? He won it. He won it. Yes. Okay. But at the end of the day, it feels so easy. Others would be doing it. I give... I, for one... I, for one... And you know this. I, I buy in to the excuse of COVID. It affected Benfica, right? Um... And I know the results weren't there before, but I do think that it snowballed into one huge uh, storm for Benfica, man. And it look, and I, and things just weren't going right, and uh, it was ugly at times. Benfica was scoring goals, but then they were leaking goals out the back, and 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 you saw once JJ started getting the weeks to practice, the guys into the practice, or a full week to practice buying into a system and others <laughs> the results started to happen i look, um, i'm still i'm I'm not ready to give up on them but now i will say this and i'll say this f- publicly for the first time come september and the results are forget september come to champions league playoffs whatever it is and, and we don't get the results that we so much desire I, i'm ready to cut the cord i'm not going to be giving them a pass anymore
0: yeah I, I don't and i don't mean to get too too far um off, off topic here, and I kind of want to stay on, on the script, but um I mean, for example, Mourinho, would you say Mourinho's past his prime?
1: That dude, I mean,
0: he's he needs to so to, there's to, a possibility he needs to adapt. There's a possibility that JJ has kind of gone in the same How? Manner, How? in terms of being one season relevant.
1: One season, you're ready to say this other guy's been to job after job after job after it's been years. Right? Where I mean come on. again, we'll we'll see. If we're here in year three, four of JJ, and the results are what we saw this year. Agreed, man. I got told I'm ready, I'm ready to do it in in what? What are we at? What's the next weeks? I'm ready to do it like two weeks. Yeah. Just after one season, when again, whether you buy into it or not, there was it it was a crazy, it's a crazy world. Look, so crazy that sporting won a title. It's it's crazy.
0: But let me ask you this. Let me ask you this: If JJ doesn't perform the way we expect him this season, would you know, without any without any excuses, do you admit that JJ is a fraud? My <laughs> I admit that he's failed.
1: That's it. He's failed. I can't say he's a fraud. I mean, look, the guy, Benfica in my life. Well, my lifetime is a little unfair because we had. We had Why is not greater- JJ
0: coached outside of Portugal? I mean, in Europe bro I don't know <laughs> anyway I mean
1: I know let's, I know I think let's... I know but I don't want to get into that on the podcast I don't want to I don't want to get into it here
0: thiago says that JJ is not is not a fraud
1: I don't think he's a fraud either that's it but was he good absolutely not that's it I mean why can't we just call it what it is why do we yeah. got to go back into look at the end of the day Benfica could have won more titles on their first stint but at the end of the day, that was fantastic. Benfica, I mean, that was the best they played in, in what? 30 years. Well, not 30, 20, 10, 20 years, right? Benfica played spectacular football. We could have won more titles, yada, yada, yada. I mean, yes, there is, there's plenty of negatives, but there's a lot more positives in his first stint, right? He left, he went to Sporting. Say what you want. He broke every single sporting record. It took a crazy Benfica to go... Twenty three wins, one mm-hmm. loss, one tie in the final twenty five games. Right. Even the Ruby thought still doesn't understand how the hell he did that. Right. And we won the title. Credit to them. Then the wheel started spinning. the pre- Whatever, bro. There's again, there's you can say it's excuses. You can say whatever it is. But at the end of the day, I think the guy's proven it, that he knows what he's doing. Is he a pain in the ass? Absolutely. You know, is he hard to swallow at times? Is he hard to root for? Uh, yeah, one hundred percent. He comes in with these crazy expectations. You know, yapping and and then obviously the team felt flat. You know, flat on their face. It's hard to defend the guy, but to come on here and say that you know, with another coach, maybe you know, it would have been different. I don't know, man. We've just seen our club has been turned upside down. President getting locked. We just, I mean, come on, man. There's just so many things um, that is wrong with this club. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You're the type of person, not the type of person. You're the same person, I should say, that was so down on a certain group of players in that locker room, right? The same players that got Rui Vitoria fired. Am. Same players that got Bruno Lage, right, F- fired. And I still Are am. the same players that are still dictating what's going on inside this locker room.
0: Well, not necessarily.
1: Why not? They're the same ones. They're still there.
0: Because one of the reasons why I was for... I wasn't for JJ coming back. Well, let's mm-hmm. let's get that straight. But one of the things that I felt that JJ, JJ could bring to this team was that he could get that locker room in order.
1: And what happened? And what did I come out in Dave, What did we come on here on this podcast and complain week after week? I know I did. When the dude was just sitting on the sideline like, Mopey. <laughs> what, to me, to me, to me, what that led me to believe, right, is that he was promised one thing. Then, to no one else's fault but his, right? They slipped up against Pauk. All of a sudden the script was thrown in the garbage, like, no, 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 no. We're not going to get rid of all these guys and go buy these guys because look, the millions aren't coming in that threw it. All- and then he was just moping around. You see how many, t- you, you yourself like, yo, is that, is, is that the same guy? Yeah. We like you, that to me, it was him showing it. And again, I don't appreciate it. Right. Because I want my coach to be into every game and try to do everything he can to win a freaking game. But I think he was showing his displeasure because there was players on the team that. He didn't want on the team. And you saw a lot of those players when they weren't starters and they're coming out with the rest of the group, and you saw the puss face, right? Eh, I don't know.
0: We'll see what happens. Gary B is asking, uh, why do we need to always hire a Portuguese coach? Um the answer we, the don't. Answer, yeah, we don't we don't, but the, the Camacho
1: Kike Flores, Ronald Coleman. I mean, we got plenty of guys.
0: Yeah. Uh, and that's until just until JJ, last- until JJ took over. I, I, look, um, Gary, the the biggest thing is that there's a lot of intricacies to the Portuguese league. Uh, And I don't mean not knowing what pitches you're going to be playing in, not knowing the teams that you're going to be playing against. There's a lot of things that happen in the media and in a background that we're not privy to that influence games. And it takes a Portuguese coach to understand that because they're, embedded in the culture in order to deal with the mob, football. you
1: must know what's going on in the mob.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be a made man. Yeah, uh, no, that, that's absolutely right. I mean, and I don't have anything against Bifica not hiring a, a foreign coach. I just think that right now there's a lot of good Portuguese coaches Um. in, in, In the market, or or coaching elsewhere other than Portugal, and even Portugal, that I don't think that we should necessarily go after a foreign coach. That's just what I think, but I'm not against it. Uh, So you'd
1: get Paul Paul Fonseca with his his
0: Porto ties. No, Paul Fonseca coached at Porto, coached at Porto, but he he failed there.
1: Uh, They they it's fine. I'm just that because You'd be surprised. There's it's probably a, people listening to us watching. That when you talk
0: about Porto ties, you talk about a guy with allegiance support. You talk what, about what's, what's the dude, Boz, You talk what's about the, the dude, guy that was a Shakhtar.
1: What's the dude that won that, that that won the title and he got fired and he went to China? He's been in China forever.
2: Vitor, <laughs> he's, got ties, <laughs> okay, okay, so
0: he's, he's got, got ties to Porto. Okay,
2: so he's got
1: So a guy coached
0: in Porto, he's got no ties yeah. to Porto. He's it, got. It, it, there's not a sentimental attachment, I should say. I like Paul Fonseca too, by the way. I like his football. No, he would be my, my, my the first guy on my list. What about Mark if, Silva, who's at Fulham? No, no, Ma- let, let Mark Silva go. I think that Mark Silva hasn't progressed the way What he was about the great, to. the guy that a lot of people are on the podcast wanted him to replace,
1: uh, JJ and then wanted him to replace Rui Victorious, uh, Leonardo Jardine, who's now. In the before mentioned Qatar or Saudi Arabia one of those countries. Yeah,
0: I mean if you're employed I mean you that you're automatically excluded from the list. I'm just you I'm won't talk about like that. because he's he's available. But 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 the guy won't leave
1: uh, Al-Ali. No. to come to He's already
0: said that his time to return to Portugal is not is not now or is anytime soon. That's what he said publicly. But I think that Paulo Fonseca would be a good match. But um there's a lot of things that we're forgetting. And some of the things that we're forgetting is that right now the Benfica house is a mess. So we need to straighten out our house before we could start throwing money at the locker room, throwing money at coaches to see if winning will quiet down the masses. I just think that we need to get things straightened out before we could progress and, and start looking at, football and making wise decisions uh, in football and uh, acquiring guys and, and getting coaches if JJ were to leave. They should do full but I say no. Dave, what do you think? Uh,
2: I think the script is there that if uh, we don't get these past this Champions League qualifiers, we let go of JJ. And then there's uh, already last season, our neighbors up north, uh, Maybe they don't get off to the greatest of start. They sack uh, Sergio Conceição, and maybe JJ goes up north and makes it a trifecta between Benfica, Sporting, <laughs> and Porto afterwards. But <sighs> we'll see. We're, like, we're jumping way ahead and yeah, we're playing I, yeah, hypotheticals. Uh,
0: I like but, uh, 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 yeah. some of the comments on the chat. Carvalhal, I don't I don't think that's a bad, chat, uh, a bad uh, shout, actually. Yeah, but Carvalhal.
2: is Braga going to let him go?
0: I mean, they let go of Ruben Amorim.
2: Well, so we're gonna to have to pay the ten million price tag on, on Um Send them shaking you in a bag. All right, we okay. we uh we
0: we've strayed way of course. Let's let's turn our attention attention now to the schedule, the Liga B win schedule. Uh, and I'll I'll run I'll run through r- real quick and and I'll I'll point out some some things you should be uh, watching for. Uh, Dave uh, Benfica will open up the Liga B win against the the team that you like to pronounce the 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 most Muredense, um, that's no, on the... no,
2: that's B. Sad B. Sad takes the, the cake on that one, yeah.
0: Uh, so Muredense is on the 7th of August to open uh, at home, then Roca away, be sent away, and Tondela uh, at home. That uh, wraps up the month of August. Don't forget those four uh Champions League games, uh, in there or pre qualifier games. that's. Eight total games that will be played in the month of August, um, and domestically, Murera, Luis they are not that uh, that big of of opponents. If you, uh, I'm not familiar with we, what each team has done this preseason uh, or this off season, I should say, but. I don't consider that very, very tough opponent uh, opponents um, in September, Santa Clara away, which is always a, a tricky fig- fixture. Boa at home, Guimarães away uh, in October. Uh, Portimonense home, Vizela away, Sturil away in November. This is when it starts getting tough. Uh, Braga home, uh, b away. And in the de- December, uh, Sporting home, Famalicão away, Maritim home and Porto uh, away uh for that month of september so that's how we finish out this uh this year is against um, porto away and then in january in the last game of the first uh, first round Pas freira at home uh so the second half, in which we'll have Braga away, Sporting away, and Porto at home, and obviously, if it comes down to the wire, having Porto and, and the penultimate game of the season can be something a little can be a little bit of a, a tricky situation. Um, Cristiano, and I know that you haven't had a chance to really look at the calendar, uh, but really, Epifico needs to win the championships. We need to beat people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we, we need yeah. to win more games than our opponents, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I, but,
1: just, I mean, but what do you one think thing, of the start of the season, yeah, especially this month of August? That's what I was going to get to. I was going to talk about that before we get. Okay. Uh, okay. You, you <laughs> meant no? I'm listening to you. You <laughs> mentioned you mentioned that you know you haven't paid attention to what these teams have done. I mean, I'm I'm surprised a guy like yourself, who's got a, a Thiago Dantas shirt at home, did it? Mentira. <laughs> he, he's a, he's at Donella. I mean, that's going to be. I mean, the dude's going to run havoc on, on that Benfica midfield. No, nah, not the look. I think...
0: Uh, <laughs> Murerens, Aroca, Gil Vicente, and Tondela. That is Benfica's month of August.
1: Aroca, another so, team from Aveiro, back in the Portuguese first division. That's good.
0: And Gil Vicente, the Cox.
1: The Cox? that cocks. Yeah, these you, these four over.
2: clubs, you know what this means? Uh, this means Pizzi's going to have eight goals through the first four games of the, the season. Monku Master is going to be firing on all cylinders.
1: Yeah, it's too bad Darwin is injured to start the season <laughs> because he could <kept laughs> pad his stats right then and there.
0: Yeah. So then, not a very uh, tricky first month. Uh, but here's the thing: there's a lot of pressure on JJ to win games uh, because of the impending elections, because of everything that's going on at the club, and as Cristiano Christiano likes to mention, winning cures all. It does, and I think that's what the that's what the
1: people upstairs are hoping and they're waiting on that we get a lot of wins in a row, and it kind of. Hides the current situation, and they're able to, you know, go to elections when things are beautiful at the time. And but yeah, uh, winning cures everything, yeah, that's all it's about. It's going to be so it's going to be tricky because of the Champions League games, a tremendous amount of pressure. And then you look at these games, and you're going to go from a Champions League with obviously millions riding on the line to facing an Oroka at home, it's going to be a huge (laughs) letdown. But nonetheless, these guys are professionals. Um, I believe JJ will get them. Look, man, I say the same thing year after year. Benfica has an obligation to win these games. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it changes this year, regardless of, of what's going on at the club or not.
0: I just think that um, that the, situ- the current situation at the club, and, and look, for me, um, there, ne- there needs to be a-, a complete house cleaning. And I think that if Rui Costa wants to be a candidate... He needs to surround himself with the right people, because I'm available. if he's just gonna go with the guys that he currently has now, and understanding everything that has gone on, uh, and understanding that it's it's to me it's impossible that these guys didn't suspect something that was going on with Luis Flea Fiera. and I know that he hasn't been proven guilty, blah 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 blah, but when there's smoke, there's fire, and understanding that Luis Llivia was taking meetings with texter and and not that there's anything illegal about that obviously understanding that Luis Felipe Vieira has allowed uh porto canal to come to study Luz and film an episode of a series they're doing on the pinto whatever championship they won is
1: anybody uh, i'm just asking because that video is supposed to come out last friday has anybody actually seen video of that i mean did just no, i don't know out, when but it's but supposed no. to come out it's supposed to be last friday
0: but, but anyway Nobody had seen it. Yes. But here's the thing. I I found it very suspicious that Domingo Suarez Oliveira, a guy that controls every single penny that goes in and out of Benfica, is not aware of what's going on. Rui Costa, the president's right-hand man, the guy that Luis Luis said, once I finish this mandate, he's the one that is going to be replacing me that doesn't know anything that's going on? I think Texter said that in his, in his press release, in his statement that he put out
1: that, look, I I went over there. I got to meet everybody. I think he pretty much... Costa doesn't remember
0: meeting Texter. But Some guys don't remember meeting Texter.
1: He remembers meeting me, though. He
0: sure does. Well, you make an impression on anyone.
1: Oh, please, you step out. That's why we're partners
0: here. See, always not a compliment. Yeah, but no. I, look, Alfredo, I, what can I say? But, but I mean, but let me. I, I went on a. We're going on off tangents No, keep going. Keep going. Uh, the thing is that if Huy Costa wants to be the candidate, he needs to surround himself by the right people, not necessarily the people that he has now. And also, if you want, if he's in charge of the club right now and the club doesn't perform, you have a poor month of August. You don't make the Champions League. That is reason enough for people to shun Rui Costa. Yeah, but that, is that his fault? It's not his fault, but he's 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 a I'm product. Not him. I'm not He's just- a product of of the vierism. This is a product of the vierism, right? Because Rui Costa was a right-handed man, blah, blah. And look, I think that Rui Costa is an idol to a lot of people, him included, um, but in terms of what his position in his role at Benfica has been, nobody really knows. You went to get Aymar, and I liked that. All right, you went to get Aymar, you went to get other guys, get but Trab- then but then after that, is but then after that, it's just like, what is it, what exactly does Rui Costa do? with the exception of standing at the end of the tunnel and tapping every player on on the chest as they go onto the field. Nobody really knows what Rui Costa was doing. Now he's taking on another role, uh, was uh, a vice president, blah, 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 blah. Now he's the president, right? Now it comes time for Rui Costa to kind of, in this short period of time, to kind of impose his style and his personality. And his style, personality have to be different from what was going on with Vieira. If he if he has to, if he's gonna have a chance, I don't know. I, it, it's very confusing times for 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 the club and and the situation and everything that's going on. I just I just think that right now, whoever's there, it, it's not sustainable, and we kind of we really need to look at and, and see who needs to leave, and who doesn't. Um, there's a lot of guys uh, in the structure or in the SAD uh, that have ties to businesses that Benfica is sponsored by. Is it shouldn't? Isn't that a conflict of interest? You know, why should a guy in the SAD, his cousin, is the owner of uh, a sugarish that that uh, that uh, that sponsors Benfica or that supplies the francs for Benfica? Isn't that a little bit of a conflict of interest? And I know not a lot of people know these things.
1: Well, but the problem is Portugal is like hey big and so everybody's <laughs> gonna know somebody. Mean, got you got some primo somewhere. Yeah, you own you own a, one of these big businesses. But, but it's a conflict
0: right? it's a conflict of interest, right? Because you got to think that is, well, but like if we, this was put up for bid. But like we said about the B win
1: in the betting houses, right? They, they ain't gonna turn it down.
0: But we're to- we're talking about in internal decisions
1: by by the club. Well, I think that's what you mentioned before. You mentioned before when you said Luis Luis a meeting with Texter and it was nothing illegal, illegal about it. Yeah, there's nothing illegal about meeting up with them, but the fact that they they actually rejected and ultimately terminated that agreement with Texter was the fact that there was insider training involved. So there's so much
0: nonsense involved well, in all I don't, this. I don't think it was as much insider training, uh, uh, trading as it was them saying, this is something, this is a part of Yerizm. We got to shut this down. We got to shut this down now. And regardless of whether Texter has had the best intentions uh, of and of bringing something to to Benfica, and obviously the Sa the Benfica club is always going to have the majority of the uh, shares of the shot, Sa- the Saad. Regardless, you know, it was something that was part of the and I think that Rui Costa and the rest of the, the staff and the rest of the club needs to. Need to put them uh, as much distance between themselves and Vieira right now, if they are to have a chance but when election times come. But they've done well, that. Well, they, they have so. But far, that, that's the but, way to go, though. But, but what more?
1: What more do you want done? I'm. I'm but here again, look for
0: those but, that are but, listening. I'm not the I'm just asking questions. But let me. Uh, but, but let me ask you this question: Do you think, right, if John Texture uh, presents? Uh, uh, an investment to Benfica and everybody's aware, Suarez Oliveira is aware, Vieira is aware, Rui Costa is aware, the rest of the the vice presidents are aware. Do you think that Benfica turns it down? Understanding the implications of such investment.
1: I never, look, for me, it's it's tough to answer that question because I think I asked a question here last week, which is as long as Benfica keeps the 70%, does it really matter who owns the other 30%? And I know, I guess after 25 or whatever, you get, what, two seats in the board or something like that? You can start making decisions, yada, yeah. yada. Well, well, you well, nominate people to to be part of the decision-making process. Mm-hmm. So uh, to me, to me, and you know how I feel about this because we got into plenty of conversations over yeah. the years about private ownership and the whole nine. That's a conversation for another part. But to me, out of all the bad things that that 8 that, that did for the club, I, to me, that's I, I haven't. I didn't really care much about that one.
0: Yeah, I think that – It is that, what that, it is. I mean, I, look, was he selling it for more than what he should have? Yeah. Yeah. I, th- oh. I, I think that Texter is really uh, an innocent bystander in this whole situation because the, regardless of whether his intentions were good or not, and let's assume that they were good, he's a guy that has had a success. He's a guy that was the president of Fubo. Uh, a big multi-me- streaming multimedia uh, company. He's a guy with a lot of context. And in his website, he stated where his intentions were for Benfica. And I didn't see anything wrong with that. He didn't
1: actually, he didn't, he didn't put everything out on the table. He said he'd like to explain it more during an actual TV right. interview. But, so.
0: there, but there, was, there was some things that he put on there, you know, uh, global reach, uh, you know, global access, blah, 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 streaming platforms, blah, blah. Look, how big of a market is there in the United States to have Benfica games streamed legally? It's not just about the United States, though. I'm, I'm just—I'm talking about just the but, North American but, continent. But here's the thing:
1: here's the thing: here's the thing. It's not just about the United States, and it's not just about Benfica. I mean, yeah, United States stream Benfica, United States, and it's not just about Benfica. The guy's got other businesses, and other oh well, obviously. And so there's a way. Through Benfica,
0: that was his foray into it, the Portuguese market to
1: make it not just Portugal but all of Europe and stuff like that. And, right. and so, um, look I, to me, that was the least of my worries. The whole texture thing. No, um, I, I'm, I, have, I wasn't I worried. Have a Bigger problem with the shenanigans. I have a bigger problem with the direction of the club. I, look, as you know, I've been complaining about this for 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 many 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 years. And so, the only thing I could say to Benfica is listening and. You know, wherever you may be around the world, it's it's very simple. We're in this mess now because us, Benficistas, weren't smart enough. Uh, the signs were all there for many years, and people are just gullible and stupid. Uh, call it what it is and, you know, get offended all you want. But at the end of the day, Benficistas are straight stupid. We were dumb to, to put up with this and and let this get to the point to where it's gotten now. And we've had chance after chance to rectify the problems, and we haven't. And so now we need to be smarter this time around, uh, when the elections finally do show up and there's time for us to show up, well, we could vote in person, vote at Trump, whatever the case may be. Uh, Benfica needs to do everything to make this as transparent as possible. We need to get these letters with our pins months <laughs> before the election, like, not months after the election. And That happened to me. Um, but we need to be smart. I had to call for my pin. We can't just f- fall for a song and dance. We really need to be taken out to the whole dinner, the spa, back rub, you yeah. know, the champagne. We need the whole shebang. We can't be gullible and stupid like we've been for now 30 years. I mean, it's been a long time. <laughs> it's it's not, it's not this the thing is, and this is why I'm saying stupid. And look, I know some people are gonna get offended. I don't mean it, you know, to, to be offensive to anybody, but I, at the end <laughs> of the day, this is not a Luis Fleet Vieta thing. This is a Benfica thing. This is a sauce you thing. Because fool me once, right? How's it go? Shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I mean, what what's it gonna take? Yeah. How much longer are we gonna put up and keep falling for the same BS? And
0: I I, I think that it it's it's perhaps uh, something that has to do with, with the Portuguese culture uh and mentality, right? Uh because I, I kind of it, it's not the same, right? But it, it you could find a comparison, right? We're gonna be forever grateful to Fernand Sanche for getting us uh, a Euro final, right? But we all saw his shortcomings in terms of handling the level of talent that he has in Portugal, not playing to the best of their abilities. So same thing with Vieira. Yeah, he stole, but he also gave a lot to the club. Let's not forget what he's done for the club. Yeah, he's done a lot for the club. But where's the future? Is the future of Benfica being involved in all these processes and all these 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 searches by the police? Is that what you want? Is that what you want, your club? Do you want to open the New York Times and see a negative uh, news bit about Benfica? Hey, hey, there's no negative news. All news is positive, baby. <laughs> but anyway, look, I think we've gone a little bit too long, and, and we could be here forever in terms of the, this Least Leaf thing. Uh, short and sweet. Things need to change. I think elections need to be to be set. Uh, and Ricosta uh, did say by the end of the year or actually the the MESA, whatever, some of some of the people in the directive, which are the ones responsible for for setting the elections said that it will be set by the end of the year. And I think that there's a lot of things that we um, we need to reflect and, and think, uh, as Cristiano mentioned, we need to be very careful in who we elect next. And it's, it,
1: it's on our. It's, and
0: and don't elect the guy just because you dislike this other guy more than you dislike this one. Elect the guy that you feel is going to serve the club the best. And sometimes it's hard to say because you might say, "Oh, he says all the right things." So did Val- Valijsvid. He said all the right things. Elect the guy that's going to give my Canadian brothers their <laughs> refund money.
2: <laughs> Get us the match, and we'll call it even come back on tour uh, with the ICC, bring it over here. I don't hey, care.
0: Well, you luck. They'll do it during COVID COVID season. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but they yeah. came back <laughs> No, but th- that's what it is. I think that, uh, right now, a lot of people are anxious for the season to start because uh, maybe some of this negativity will, will go away with, with the wins. Uh, Deep, deep, deep down inside is you need to straighten this crap out before you can move on to the next step and have success sportingly. Sporting success, I should say. I believe in J.J., baby. Brother you believe baby. in J.J., oh, but you yeah. do you think that if he doesn't make the Champions League, he's ah, going to get Come on, cut? why are you
1: guys – yo, negative vibes, man. Come on, bro, positive here. Benfica he is going to smack Victor Moses and the rest Victor of the crew – the Victor Moses is going to dance
0: around Vertongan like no Taj one's maluku. business. Tas man. Benfica
1: I I look. At least in this first matchup, I don't know who we're playing next, but at least in this first match against
0: Spartak Moscow, I'm,
1: I'm pretty confident. I was confident say, last when, year. W-
0: tie in Russia and no, win comfortably in in Portugal. When?
1: When? 2-0 and 3-0, 5-nothing. Chapada.
0: Both clean sheets?
1: Yeah. Tas com força, pá. Há I mica mean, Tas com pau. Look, I, I do think come on, dude. I, Benfica I look, we're not happy. Um we we feel like you know they haven't done a good job taking care of the roster, bringing in players, getting players out yet, yeah, whatever. But I think we have enough as things currently stand to take care of business against Rui Victorious. Rui Victoria. No, Victorious. Victorious. Yeah, against him. Um and then the next, we'll see. Look, game by game, but I think that these first two games will be fine. And I'm, I'm ultra, ultra confident because again, I, I I still I bet everything I got. Had we played a second leg against Barca and started to lose, I think we would have been in last year's Champions League. We didn't get that. We didn't get that. You know that opportunity. This year we do. Even if we slip up, I, I believe that. I don't think we're gonna slip up in Russia. But even if we do, God forbid, we have enough to uh, to turn it around. Start yeah. to lose, Dave. You agree?
2: I told you, I don't, I'm not as confident as you in this tie, but that second leg being at home gives me a little bit more of ease. That's what I went to go look for right away to see if this was a one-legged tie or a two-legged tie. So yeah. bring it home and uh, hopefully bring the result with it as well. All right, everyone. Um, that's
0: all we got for, for this week. Uh, we got an hour and 30 minutes Uh going. Uh, Thanks everyone that was in in the chat. Robert, Fernandez, Thiago, Timo, Tony Carvalho, Gary B, uh, Nelson Carvalho, uh, you know, Bruno Barros, I saw him earlier. Uh, All the good stuff. Thanks guys. Thanks for all your support. Your boy João was there, bro. João, Chico Marcelino. Uh, That's right. Thanks everyone. Take care. Stay well. Forza Benfica. Take care of him. Later.